This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Twenty-seven away from four o'clock here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation with Oppo. We've got a set of their Enco W11 earbuds to give away with the uh, Oppo Fan Challenge that is coming up before four o'clock. Joining us before then, though, is the man that runs the show, the general manager, David Dome. How are you, sir? Good, thanks, Ricardo. Hey, just uh, uh, a matter of fact, I'm wearing these earbuds as we speak. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Fantastic. <laughs> They are excellent, to be fair. Yeah, nice, mate. Nice. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh, you, you've been a busy man. You've been a busy man. I mean, the the club's grown exponentially um, since you know it was taken over um, from uh, Terry Serapisos's, uh ownership, and and you've been on on board since then. Um, I mean, looking back now, can you can you kind of believe how far the club has come in terms of growth? I mean. If you look at the way Rolex had built the club out, I mean, they came in, Rob and his other owner came in, and they identified that we needed to build it out to be sustainable. Um, the academy is now, yeah, four or five teams in the academy now, and we want to double that over the next couple of years as we bring in the women's support and um, program as well. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know, the facility we now have, have an upper half where we now train. It's huge. Our community program now helps like 200, 250 people from young New Zealanders who can't afford to play football, play football or football with the refereeing courses or whatever. No, you have to leave on. It's, it's exponentially the growth of the club has gone through over the last, what you say, 10 years has been quite incredible. Yeah, it has been made. Obviously, the new facilities make a difference, and the expansion too. I mean, you know, having the Rezies play in the in the National League, but also having a women's team um, that you guys have committed to beyond the partnership with New Zealand Football, uh, and that uh, is getting underway, isn't it? Their, their second season uh, in just a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, November twenty at Sky Stadium. I'm super excited about that. The first ever professional women's football game to be played in New Zealand. We've said we want 10,000. We get 10,000 there. It'll be the largest crowd ever for a professional women's football game in Australia and New Zealand. So we're that's what we're talking for. The pre-sales are really good. They're strong. Uh, it's looking positive. Uh, but I've seen that women's team train. Like Nat Lawrence has got them. They've been in training now for just over a week. I've seen them play. I've seen them train. They are they are they're looking good. You know the, the players we brought in and, and paid Satchel and Betsy. Uh, you know, Betsy Hattrick and, and now Emma Rolston, if you name the day. They've just given a bit more experience, a bit more spine to what was already a very talented young team. But that, that team is going to surprise a few people in ADW season, uh, this season, no doubt about it. Yeah, super, well, I mean, super that's the thing. I mean, you know, last year, uh, Gemma Lewis and Natalie Lawrence had you know, not very long to put the roster together and it was after everybody else had had their pick, right? So it is going to be um, a different team. You, even the youngsters in the team have got the experience of playing in this league for a season. I mean, ha- have there been conversations with Natalie and her team about expectations or goal setting for this season and, and where you think they should be? Yeah, definitely finals contention. We want them in to be the finals. 
um, and ideally, oh, it's obviously me, really. And every year we're aiming to be finals, and uh, we want a home final. So that's that's the target, a home final at home, because we know that we have a home final in Wellington, that, that the crowd will turn out, and it'll be a huge boost for us uh, as a club to, to have a big crowd behind the team. So that's the expectation. That's totally built into that. I think she's got the quality of players um, to, to, to do that. Um, so that's what we're looking at. And, you know, everyone, everyone across the entire club has brought into that as the objective for the women's team this year. Now, that, obviously, the women's team started as a partnership with New Zealand football with an eye on the World Cup that we're co-hosting with Australia next year. Uh, what's the understanding with New Zealand football beyond that? Is there one? Will they be involved? Yeah, we started, I've started talking to Andrew Bragman about what it looks like next year. There certainly is a willingness to work together, especially in the space, but in the men's space as well. In the women's space, it's probably going to be a bit easier, a bit quicker given this current relationship. So that's really encouraging. Um, we'd like to turn the whole program into 12-month program, so so the same as the men. Not just a six- to seven-month program, which is what uh, the ADW currently is for most clubs. We want it to be a 12-month program that gives certainty to the coaches and the players that they have um, uh, you know, a full-time contract that they can build a life around rather than trying to do it for seven months and then work for the, uh, the rest of the year. So, look, that, that's, that's the direction this stuff is going, and we had a session actually on it internally uh, yesterday. And trying to build out what it would look like, what a 12 month program would look like in the women's club. Um, and there's some good thoughts going on there. So I would, I would suggest that over the next two or three months, that would fish itself out. And what about the uh, the development side of the women's game? Uh, is it basically going to try, you're going to try and mirror the development side you have yep. with the men's game? Yep, absolutely. So we want a women's team in the National League, we want a women's team in the local Wellington's competition. We're working through that with Capital Football now what that would look like, what, what's going to work for them. Um, again, those discussions have already started, but that's the idea, right, is you have all of those, uh, the same structure and the same development pathways for the, for the girls and, and for the women's program that the, the boys have into the men's program. Yeah, the, uh, the, the women's team now, obviously, they're, they're going to have games at home, which is different to last year. If I'm a season ticket holder for the, for the Wellington Phoenix uh, men's team or if I'm a, a club member, um, how does that work? I mean, do, if I buy a season ticket, does it include, does it include both teams? How, how, how are you guys working that? Yeah, we, we have a, there's a season ticket holder. If you're a traditional, want a better word, season ticket holder, you get entry into both the men's and the women's. So essentially you get the extra games of the women's. But we've also introduced, and this was really, to be honest with you, it was fan feedback and that we, we, we listened to. And they said, well, what about just the women's games? We want to just support the women's. We said, you know what? Why not? So we built that pretty quickly through our, our Flickit, which is our membership partner. And we've, uh, we have a women's only membership too for people who just want to watch the, the women's game. Sweet. And what, what does that cost uh, if, you, if you just want to get along and see the uh, Nets, Nets team play this season? There's two aspects to it. One, we are, we are giving a free season ticket to all registered junior football players in capital football. So if you're registered to play junior football, then you get a free season ticket. You just have to come through the site and sign up for it, and we send that to you. And that's a free, which is a pretty good price. Uh, and then there's a couple of other packages. We have both silver and gold packages for the one. So if you want our website, uh, there's a few different ones to, to, to choose from, but it's very reasonable, can't be? It's, it's not It's not expensive season ticket. It's about 150 bucks for the whole season.
Yeah, that's uh, that, that's a great price, man. That's a great price. What about um, Ufuk and the boys? Of course, they uh, they brought in some interesting signings uh, in the off season. Krayev, the Bulgarian, who's, who's played really good level, of course. Um, uh, Oscar as well, uh, Zovada, who's who's come through the Wolf, uh, Wolfsburg Academy. Uh, you, you've brought Costa back in as well. Um, some some decent players come through there, mate. We haven't quite seen the results yet, but what's what's the goal for the season uh, with Ufuk and and the and the men's team? Yeah, it's always to be top six and have a home final. But I think I don't know what it is about us. We're traditionally we're slow starters. We thought that because we had the extended Australia Cup run, we spent we spent a lot of time in Australia in the preseason playing Australia Cup and, and arranging a few games with A League sides. We thought that would mean we hit the ground running for this season, but. We're traditionally slow starters, but normally we're about 0-3 and 0-4 and at the start of the season, but we've had a couple of draws and, uh, you know, so we're on the board at least in terms of points, um, which is good. But I, I think in the against the City game, you saw what the, the team is capable of. Uh, we bossed City um, possession-wise and then coughed up two cheap goals, which was, you know, certainly not the game plan, obviously. And Luffy was pretty strict, uh, stringent with his players after that, so that wasn't acceptable. Um, but then they came straight back into it, made a few changes, pulled on the players, and we got right back into the game. But even even the first half, I thought we were actually playing pretty decent football apart from those ones that we topped up position. We were dominating them with position-wise, and that doesn't happen again, City. City's normally the team that dominates you with position, and we're normally the ones that play on the break, but they caught us on the break. I, I thought the team was looking very good, you know, given how early it is in the season. And we're starting to see, like you say, Bojit Okayev is coming into it the way he... Played when he came on. Um, Stevie Agarkovic, who set up Ben Olds, who put on the ball through to Costa for the last goal. They're starting to click. They haven't been together all that long, the players, but it's starting to click. And uh, I'm excited about this weekend to see what that, that team can... I'm actually interested to see what he's actually, the team's going to put out, so I actually don't know. Yeah. He's got a few options now. We've got everybody back except Roos. Um, so he's got a few options, and it's kind of interesting to see what he puts out there. Yeah, it will be. It'll be really interesting. I'm looking forward to, to, to this game. I mean, I think it says something about uh, the pulling power of the Phoenix now that you're able to secure a guy like Stephen Ugarkovic, a guy at a really good age who's probably one of the top four or five Australian midfielders running around in the A-League that's, you know, not playing offshore. Um, you know, that's something that never would have happened uh, three or four years ago. I mean, how has that changed? How's the... Uh, I guess the uh, the way that you you go about recruiting, how has that changed in the last few years? Well, I think, and that's a good point. I think what you're seeing is that the club is very stable financially now. Um, plus, with this new move to the high performance unit, that's a hard, we have the best training facility in the league, bar none, by a country mile. Um, so players are going, well, I can go there. It's financially stable, good ownership group, investment's been made into the club. Um, you can see how it's all starting. And, you know, you compare us to some uh, some of the other clubs in the league and you go, well, actually, the Phoenix is actually a pretty you know, good proposition now compared to what some of the other clubs can offer. You know, you roll all that stuff together. So it is exciting. And, and you've got Ufi, who's a very, very good coach and has been recognised as such um, amongst other coaches and, and other clubs in the league. You know, because it's no secret that some... Um, that some clubs have been chasing him down when they when they lost their their manager or their coach and they wanted to pick up the next best one and it was and it was Ufi and um, you know we've managed to keep him and Rob did a good job there and so we, yeah we are going from strength to strength and like I say very very solid club um, financially solid and is growing um, so yeah and you're right Stevie Ugarkovic is one of the best midfielders in the league absolutely one of the best midfielders in the league and he's now really starting to integrate himself well into the team. Which is great. Uh, now, am I right in thinking that um, Ufuk Tele's contract finishes at the end of the season? Where are you guys at with that? 
Yep, this is the last season under his current contract. We have talked to Upi about what his next steps are, and there are a few conversations going on. But uh, as you, you know, as you can expect, Upi wants to concentrate on this season, but he's still having those conversations with us. And you know, let's hope that we can we can keep him for a bit longer. The thing is, Upi he wants to take his coaching to the next level, and we're going to you know how do we make that work? So you know, those are the conversations that we could uh, potentially have. Good stuff, David. Thank you very much for giving us your time, mate. Um, looking forward to Sunday at three uh, against MacArthur and Dwight York's boys. Uh, it should be a cracker. Thanks for your time. No, thanks for the help. Thank you. Cheers. It is a quarter to four here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation brought to you by Oppo. Up next, the Fan Challenge.